Welcome to Officially Underqualified, where two mates discuss with their limited experience and zero qualifications the ins and outs of sport, life, business, and events transpiring in the world today. And here we go. Another episode of oh. Officially Underqualified. Ah, uh, you got me. I did. I wasn't ready for no, you to start then. Well, it's we were having I've very, very inappropriate conversations. We were, which is why I thought bang. The, the, the best way to finish that conversation was to start another. Okay. We were recording and we were held accountable. Accountable. Mm. Yeah. Accountable to eight people. Well. Two of which aren't our wives. I've looked at the downloads. There's been a few this week. There's been a few. Yeah, I look, saw that. We're going okay. Yeah. We're going okay. Had a little look. Look, I think that uh, we need, and in saying that, guys, look, for the super fans out there, and you know who you are, share the love. Tell your mates. Tell your family. Tell everyone. We're going to try and, and be a bit more professional, and Greg's going to try and, and, and stop swearing as much as he does. Fuck off. <laughs> We're trying to go to the broader <laughs> the broader audience. We want be, people to be, be able to listen. Be more professional while my phone's not even on silent. Yeah. <laughs> come on, mate. Lift your game. Uh <laughs> Oh dear! What's yeah. happening, mate? Well, <laughs> mate, you know it's another week, another week down. There's yep, it's hard because there's not a heap going on in the sport world, and not in the sport world. Yeah, and we are a majority sport podcast. Well, it's the only thing that we have any uh, credibility in, or <laughs> well, any interest. Sure, <laughs> sure. We have limited credibility. Yeah. It, is, it is officially underqualified. Yeah, officially but underqualified and very non-credible. Very, yeah, yeah, look. But, look, there's been a little bit going. Obviously, FIFA World Cup is taking a third of the world by storm. Mate, it's big. It's going good. Yeah, no, it is out going of, good. Out of, I will say this. Out of all the World Cups and all the sporting um, things that are going on around the globe of late, I think it's the best run. I, I t- it's been the best rolled out, even I, though it's in Qatar, I, even though it's a shit fight. I've got to say... It's been good. I think the on-field performances has been better than any World Cup for some time. Yeah, that's There's helps. been a lot of goals. A lot of, and a lot of goals from a lot of different teams. Yeah. Traditionally, in the, in the football World Cup or the soccer World Cup, you've got your big four, your big six, score all the goals, it's out of them. Yeah. Um, you know, the round of 16, there was a whole bunch of teams that we thought would be in it that weren't. There was a bunch of teams that we thought wouldn't be in it scoring goals. And I've got to say... And it mixes it up. And I've got to say, it, it's good old fashioned unusual fun. that for the round of 16 where shit's real, mm. only one penalty shootout. Two. Was there two? Two penalty shootouts. There was Morocco, Spain. Yep. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Croatia, Japan. Yep. Right, yep. Uh, but, yeah, good fun. Enjoying it. Yeah, the, the soccer's good. I'm loving it. There's been some good goals. Yeah. Been some good goals. Good, love seeing Japan in there. Unfortunately, they went down. Um, England, Senegal, that was a towel up. England, yeah. England looked good. Well, Harry Kane finally decided. Finally to got a goal, mate. What a goal though! God, he kicked it hard. <laughs> I'm, I, there was a fair bit of anger in that. Yeah, but you know what I'm <laughs> loving? There was a goal in the uh, uh, might have been in the Brazil game, which was very similar. Which is that like sort of like the volley where the ball bounces yeah, yeah, and they yeah, get yeah. it on the up. Yes. Oh, and the power that they drive yeah. through the ball. Yeah. Like and, it, I, and it doesn't move. It doesn't move. It doesn't yeah. spin. It just kind yeah. of floats yeah. through the air. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. So there's been a lot of goals like that. Turns me on. Yeah. Richarlison's goal. Well, you're still 
wiping your undies out from the well I, look uh, ladies and gentlemen i had to show matt i had to before we did the potty i had to pull it pull the highlights you certainly had to pull it pull it <laughs> have a pull <laughs> after no, that. that'll be later over that goal that'll be later God. but i pulled the highlights up on the tablet and i showed matt check this goal out if you haven't seen it go sps on demand uh brazil versus uh, republic of korea richarlison's goal i think it was the third goal of the game unbelievable well actually apart from the neymar penalty the three goals are quality from brazil they're all pen- yeah they're all quality yeah i think it's a brazil england race wow that's a that's a bold prediction mate france look good Mbappe looked good. I stand by my comment. Yeah, no, no, I, 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 I like England. I, I've yeah. got a sweet spot there. Sure, I've got a sweet spot, but I'm just looking at the team. And I'm looking at how they're finally, an English team is gelling. Yeah. They've always had good teams, but they seem like, I've said it before on the podcast, that I think they've got the, the best player they could have in every position, finally. Mm. They're not playing anyone out of position. They're playing their dream players in the in that player's own dream position. Yeah, and they're actually linking up. Our number nine and our, well, our I've already jumped on Look the bandwagon. Disgusting. Sorry, I apologise. Yeah. The number nine and the North captain. London, North London. You're all right, mate. All right, mate. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, mate. I'm fishing chips, mate. You're all right. That's fucking bad. That was bad. It was bad. That's some of your worst. Love it. Can't wait for the hate mail. I love it. Bring it. I need it. You're right. All anyway, right. all right, all right, mate. Um, they're, they're number nine, and their captain, Harry Kane. It's funny. The, the running joke is, oh, he hasn't scored yet. He hasn't had to. Nah. Traditionally, if the striker doesn't score, the team doesn't win, and they're cruising. And he's taking players away. He's making runs. Excuse me. Plenty of assists. Got to say. So, it's yeah, probably it's one of England's better looking teams too, because Peter apart from Harry Kane. Well, if if you if you. Slot in Peter Crouch. Harry Kane's got Peter Crouch covered, I think. What's wrong, what's wrong with Crouchy? Mate. He's all right. Come on. Crouchy's all right. Come on. Seen his missus? Oh, mate. Jeez. 50 out of 10. That's 500. Yeah. And they're all 50 out of 10s. Yeah. Crouchy. You're making You're $25 million dollars a year. 50 out of 10. Yeah. More than that. Bring it on. I've seen... I've seen uh, what was that Footballers' Wives, that TV show, Footballers' Wives? I bet you've watched that. I've, I've no doubt you've watched it was that. steamy. <laughs> You're fucking embarrassed. <laughs> steamy. Yeah. Used to watch it with Megan. We called it foreplay. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what you called it. Yeah. Yeah. She called Footballers' Wives. I said, just stop at the F and the O. I'll fill out the rest. <laughs> oh, that took a turn. Mm. Fucking hell. Usually does. <laughs> So the, the, the quarterfinals have been decided now, as yes, of this they morning. Have. Yes, they have. Uh, and for what I would think are all very good games. Mm-hmm. With, I think there's probably, I think Brazil is quite comfortable over Croatia. Absolutely. Yeah, I quite think Brazil win that easily. Yeah. Uh, you know, mm. you didn't, you backed the Netherlands out. You didn't think they were going to make the eight. They'd, they'd look quite good now. Mate, yeah. that Argentina-Netherlands game is going to be good. I think that'll be the the closest game of the match. And while we're on Argentina, mm-hmm. let's talk about Socceroos v Argentina because mm-hmm. we haven't done that. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a bad game of, of, of football. Furpa. That's what Andegler calls and, and, and the And the Socceroos weren't out of it. 
No, there's been a lot of uh, Matt Ryan hate, yeah. goalkeeper. Well, you called him the best player. Well, I stand by it. Yeah. He shouldn't have got that ball. Mm. Why they passed him that ball. Yeah, no. And look, this is the peril of being the goalkeeper. They give you the ball, you know, you have one poor touch. You're under a ridiculous amount of pressure instantly. Mm. They score and everyone goes, oh, you're a fuckwit. It's like, but why do you have the ball? Mm. Just kick it upfield. Mm. What are you doing? Yeah. You're playing Argentina. So yeah. fucking around with it. Don't play. Don't right? play in your third. What? Are we playing out from the back? Are we? Yeah. Are we trying to draw their def- their their midfield forward so we can attack? No, yeah. we're trying to beat them on the break. Yeah, kick Stop the playing from the back. How do we score? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And how do we always score in a World Cup yeah. on the break? <laughs> yeah. Not from playing out from the back. Yeah. And you could see Matt Ryan's face just fucking went. <sighs> he was just like, I am, why did I'll I tell get you that what, ball? We had some couple. Good chances at the end there. Yeah, I think we can leave that World Cup with our heads held high. We've got 14 people that live in this fucking country, and uh, six of them play soccer. Yeah. So um, considering we we did not – we got to the final 16 and we didn't embarrass ourselves against Lionel Messi yeah. and Argentina. We probably, embarrassed, we probably embarrassed ourselves more after the game by fanboying on him. A mm. couple of the guys sort of fanboyed out on him. Wouldn't you? Probably. If you give if given the opportunity. Is there a soccer player that gives less fucks than Messi? I don't think he gives less fucks. I think that's just his, his allure that he acts like. What he about does. he just like does nothing and then all of a sudden he's just like It's so good. I'm in. Just walking. He just the, wanders around the middle of the pitch. He's well, he just, just a walks. little they call it the messy shuffle. Yeah. He just shuffles shuff, but you know what he's always doing? I watched a few videos with just the camera just locks on Messi for a good twenty minutes. He must have he must have neck muscles the size of biceps. Because he's just, he's always looking around. He knows where all 22 people are on that pitch at any point in time. Yeah. And he just floats into space. Oh, he didn't get that ball. That's okay. I see you're attacking over there. His little football brain goes, okay, well, I'll sit in behind here. And then the people always go, oh, he just gets the ball. No, he doesn't. Mm. No, he doesn't. He is just working it out the whole time. And then he gets it, bang, he's mm. gone. So good to watch. Big fan. I'd yeah. be I'd be fanboying on him too if I could. He can play. Well, arguably the greatest ever. Arguably, yeah, for sure. He's up there. He's in the discussion of the greatest ever player. And if you're playing on a field against the greatest ever player in an Australian shirt, yeah, I might give him a cuddle. Swap <laughs> yeah. his shirt. Well, how many offers do you reckon he's had yeah. <laughs> in the World Cup? Absolutely. <laughs> but nah, he's a ledge. Um, Good goal. God, the Aussie goal was a good goal. Yeah, good goal. Yeah. Um, the next quarterfinal is Morocco versus Portugal. Yeah. Uh, Morocco, your thoughts? Well, Morocco knocked off Spain. Mm-hmm. Portugal destroyed them. Portugal destroyed them. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Next game. This is it. Uh, England, France. What I hope... What I really hope is both those teams continue to play the way they have been playing because mm. they've been super attacking. Mm. And if they go out there and play that brand of soccer, yep. it will be Football. it will be the best game of the World Cup by the country mile. Yep. My fear is they don't. I don't think they know how not to. Well, I hope that's the case. I hope that's the case. If you look at the players that are that England have got, you're looking at your your who's who of your top six teams. Right? Yep. You good? 
Yeah, all good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You're looking like you. No, I do it all the time. You're looking at your uh, your who's who of your top six Premier League teams, right? So these guys just aren't used to losing. Yeah, They're not sure. used to not attacking. Like Phil Foden for Manchester City. He's been playing for Manchester City since he was what fucking born. He's still twelve. So he only knows how to go forward. Marcus Rashford, well, he plays for United. He knows how to lose. That was a bad example. Knows how to score. <laughs> Down you know, by scoring for them. But he's going forward. Yeah, yeah. Raheem Sterling, he's going forward. Harry Kane, he's going forward. You've got these players that are just Jordan Henderson, captain of Liverpool. Mm. He's He can sit, but he likes going forward. You're not looking at, I don't think you're looking at an English, English team there that takes their foot off the gas. Yeah, I hope so. Rightly or wrongly, I think they, they have belief yeah. that they can just stomp on whoever. And I think they win. I, I What do you think, but what do you want? I want England to win. Okay, but what do you think? I think they'll win. I think they'll win. I think it's going to be tight. Yeah. Could be something like 3-2. Okay. It's on at 4.25am, which is not, not a horrible time. It's watchable. Because by the time the telecast starts and the game kicks off, it's nearly 5 o'clock. It's a 5 a.m. kickoff. Yeah. It's so, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm up. What's well, 4 a.m. for us? <coughs> yeah, again, I'm yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that'll be a really good game on the 11th of December. Yep. Uh, that'll be a really good game. And, uh, yeah, so just to recap, England win, Portugal win, Argentina win? Okay, let's map it. I think Argentina beat Netherlands. Yep. I think that I think that's a tight one though. That's tighter than what people will think. And Brazil win. Brazil win. And then so we got Brazil, Argentina, massive. Massive. Mm. Right. Right massive. Yeah, people die. Yeah. And then England, Portugal. Yeah. So are we thinking it's England Argentina final? No. No, I think England Brazil final. Brazil. Sorry, yeah, England Brazil. Sorry. England, Brazil, Brazil will Brazil beat final. Argentina in the semis. <laughs> And England Brazil final, that will be the best game. If if England France doesn't live up, that will be the best game. And you know what? That will be one of the rare times where the best two teams go through. If that happens, do you know what sucks? What sucks, Matt? I'll tell you what sucks is that oh. the semi-finals are on at five a.m. Mm. and the finals are on at one a.m., mm. which is midnight for us, which is not too bad. But yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's shit, but we're watching it. It's the final of the World Cup. Oh, no, no you're absolutely it. watching it. Yeah, for sure. You, it doesn't matter who's in it. I'm watching it. Um, look, that's, I think that's soccer. Yeah. Um, I think you and I talked ourselves into a multi there. Yeah. Because it's been a while since you and I had a bet. Yeah. Hasn't it? As well, well another, we other people fly the flag currently. Argentina, Brazil, France, Portugal. All four? Yeah. I think just all just four. Just head to head. Just, just all four. Yeah, for sure. Just go bang. I'll put that one on. Will you? Yep. I'll put that one on. I'll do it as well because I don't trust you. Probably a good, <laughs> o- probably a good idea. <laughs> I could I could royally fuck it and pick <laughs> Netherlands. I could royally fuck it and pick Netherlands, and Croatia, win. France, and, and Morocco. And then we win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, dear. The phones are going off here because we're recording at 4, what is it, 4.40 on a Wednesday afternoon. Mate, I've just got... And a text message from my wife saying that my mm. son and all his mates are staying at our place tonight. Excellent. So where are you going? Fuck. You coming to mine? What a nightmare. Yep. I don't go as far on holidays as Coombeva. Tell them. You, you, well, you went to Bali. Yeah. I'm just I'm just next door. Yeah. <laughs> You're in Cooter. 
If you're already on I went pl- to Legion. Yeah, if you're, you're, on, you're Cooter. Just, just south of Cooter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good time up there, mate. Coomabar? Beautiful. Means um, Pelican's Queen, <laughs> I think. Doesn't it? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Pelican's Queen. <laughs> Oh, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> if it doesn't, if it does now, yeah, you know what? It we need now. to find we need to find the traditional name for that, yeah, and just rename it that. <laughs> we'll be doing. It. Do you think that? Do you think the Abra- Do you think our our um our First oh, Nations yeah. our First Nations brethren? Yeah. Do you think they've got a word for queef? <laughs> I don't know. You know what they've got a word for? Inappropriate podcast humor. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> they do. It's called officially underqualified. It's officially underqualified. <laughs> they were right. Oh, Kumar, a pelican's queef. It's like San a Diego. It's like a whale's vagina. It's like a soft sou'wester. <laughs> pelican's queef, salty on the breath. Yes. All right. Fucking hell. Move on. Fuck me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's already gone. Didn't we promise to be a bit better behaviour? You promised. I didn't promise shit because I know exactly what yeah, this is about. Yeah, right. Okay. I, I'm looking on the board here. I'm loving what I'm board? seeing. Yeah. Well, I'm hang lo- on. You're gonna sk- oh, we're going to go no, to that we'll one. We'll go down to there and we'll move across after yeah. that. I wrote gonna- that for you. Okay. So here on the board, I, I wrote Oz Open Golf and that was it. Mm. Uh, Greg wrote was good, mm. but then underneath that in capitals with an exclamation point. Is I hate golf again. Yeah, I hate golf. Tell me more. I hate it. It's a shit game. Is it because you're walking the course? No, it's because I suck. Yep. And um, I've discovered I cannot play golf if my life is stressful because I'm carrying it onto the course. Yes, mentally. Yeah. And it's ruining my golf game. It's funny because I've I used to get I used to go to golf to get away from the stress. For sure. Now I'm bringing it on there, yeah. and I'm like, oh, that's not good. So what I found, and I think I may have mentioned this on the pod, pod, podcast before, but mm. I used to view golf as just an escape, mm. and the the byproduct that I, I became a reasonable golfer was just a, was a benefit. Mm-hmm. It was it was a positive. Mm-hmm. But we never I never we never once talked about anything on the golf course that men and eat. Mm. Talked about. Stuff that boys talk about, mm. you know. When but the sometimes men, you just need that. Yeah, and, and I found that th- th- and there, there would be times when we would counsel each other and there'd be something serious to talk about, but the majority of the time it was Pelican's Queef. And it, it was anything... It's pronounced Coomba. <laughs> I stand corrected. Okay. A soft sou'wester. <laughs> um, so it, I found that when I played my best... That I didn't think at all. Mm. So when you bring stuff onto the golf course, I mm. remember when I when we were when we were selling our selling our property in Sydney to move to Queensland. That my go- I, I probably blew out two shots mm. uh, just because the stress of always had shit happening. Yeah, you know, shit to do, and this is you know, we're putting the house on the market and blah blah blah. You know, mm. All this shit was mm. going on, and I easily blew out. My golf went south. It's never recovered actually from then. Mm. Um, but prior to that, when I didn't have anything to really be stressed about, then mm. when we just talked about shit, then I played good golf. Yeah. So I understand that it's yeah, it's it's hard to. I think there's a there's a fine line, and it, the other thing is when you've got no shots, it 
you know, it's easy to lose your shit. I, I think that what yeah. I think what we I think what you forget is that if you're already a race car in the red when you get to the course, mm. it's not going to take much to, to tip you over. Yes, right. So yes, exactly. So if you come and you're serene and you're fine, and there's not a drama. Yeah. You can deal with the with golf. Yes, the, because, ne- the negative sh- because thing. golf throws a heap of shit at you. Oh yeah. So. But so if you come in the right frame of mind, then yes. that's cool. You can handle that. If you yeah. come and you're already on the edge, yes, you hit one, you hit one off the toe, or you mm. hit one out of the hosel a bit, or you get a bad, bounce. or you get a three putt, or yeah. you get a bounce into the piss. Yeah. It's you're gone. Doesn't take much. Yeah. You hulk out. But here's why I wrote I hate golf because I walked off the course on Saturday, twenty one over. <laughs> you got to have those games though. And I wanted to throw my clubs in the in the creek yeah. and tear up my membership. <laughs> yeah. But it it wasn't I wasn't angry at golf. I was angry at the world. Yeah. Uh just with work and stress and drama and then that was like okay, well, I'm focusing on this right now. And the next day my mate goes, "Oh, do you want me to book you in for next week?" I went, "Yeah, mate." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I hate it. Yeah. Because of course I'm going, you know, yeah. Absolutely, but that, but that's, <laughs> but, but that's golf in a nutshell. Yeah, exactly. And the it's thing an is, abusive, it's an abusive partner. So the th- <laughs> that's no, what no, it no. Is. well, so okay, <laughs> let's put it into perspective, right? So you go out, you shoot oh. ninety three, mm-hmm. right? Twenty one over. Yeah, you go and shoot ninety three. Oh, 20 over, ninety two. Okay, yeah. ninety two. Yeah, it's brutal, brutal, and it's bad. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that it's good, but it's oh. bad. Oh right? yeah, but. You play golf once a week. You might yeah. go to the range once a week. Zero. Right? At the moment, you're not going at all. Right? Four, so four, four months. Okay, so there you go. Yeah. So, of course, you're going to shoot 92 every now and again. Of course, yeah. Right? Yeah. And this was what I struggled with when my handicap drifted yeah. from... Well, zero, I kept saying it to you, didn't from I? From zero yeah. to two, to four, mm. to five, yeah. to seven. Yeah. To where I am now, which is at about seven and a half, seven point yeah. five, I think my handicap is. Which Cheap. I don't play, and then I turn up and still think that I should be playing like I'm playing off too. Yeah, and I and mate, you've you, hit the nail on the head. You haven't. So I went away on this trip to see the Origin that was played in Brisbane mm-hmm. back in Origin times, back in June or July, whatever uh, it was. Back in the day, had not played golf for five months, had not swung a golf club mm. for five months. Till I got on the practice range on the Sunshine Coast at Pelican Waters or wherever yep. we were, Sea yep. Temple. Yep. Of course I'm going to play like shit. Yeah. So. Well, this is the point. Exactly your point. Yeah. You know, I've gone from five months ago again. I'm, I'm you. Yeah. Just in, just yeah. delayed. Yeah. I've gone from zero to one to two. I'm out to 2.1. Yeah. But I'm playing to 10. Yeah. And. And, and of course you are. Just whatever. But again, no practice, blah, blah, blah. And you get what you put in. Yeah. So I uh, think no, I think in no more, ga- no, in no game is it more important your preparation than golf. Yeah. And not just physically, I think mentally. Yeah. If you can come to the golf course and have clear thoughts and just, it's all good. Yep. I, I so well, I made a positive decision, which was rare for me. Really? <laughs> you pulled out. No, on Monday afternoon, school holidays. Yeah. So on Monday afternoon, late, because um, I'm working a lot, 
we had a cancelled job. So it's the last thing I wanted to do. But I approached it differently and I said, right, well, I'll take the boy down. So I called the wife. I said, Penny, what's, uh, what's Heath doing this afternoon? She said, oh, nothing. He's been bored all day. Beautiful. I said, um, what's Finlay doing? I'll take her to... No, no, she's got dancing. Sweet. You take her to dancing. I'm going to take Heath to the range. She goes, don't you hate golf? <laughs> good wife. I went, she's good, Penny. I went, yes. But that's why I'm going to go. Yeah. Anyway, we went down and had a great time. Just hitting balls with my boy. We had a little chipping comp. He won a Kit Kat. Of course he did. You know, we had a little putting comp. And I went, oh, yeah, this good. That's what it is. This is what it is. And then I brought my putter home. I got the putting mat out. And I thought, no, I'm going to... I'm not just going to throw the toys out of the cot. I'm going to get back on the putting mat. I'm going to put a little bit of work in yeah. and start realising that I do this for fun. That's why I wrote it on the board. Yeah. Because I'm trying to deal with trying to deal with stress and, and mental health. I'm not a basket case, but I'm well, just trying to deal with that stuff and then also trying to be good at stuff. It's hard. You've got to give yourself a break. For sure you do. I think that and just go, first this, and this, is just, this is just fun. Yeah, Stop trying golf. to be good at everything. It's golf. Yeah. It's golf. It's, it's, a, it's a hobby. Yeah. It's a hobby. It's a hobby. It's not even a sport. Correct. For us. It's a hobby. Yeah. And I think that... Well, it's cathartic. I got, apparently... Uh, <laughs> I got the message from one of the boys from the group today mm-hmm. saying that he was going to book in on Sunday. Yep. Is anyone up for a game? And Ooh. I, I can't do this Sunday, but oh. both me and my mate said we can do it the next Sunday. Stop it. So on the 18th, I believe it is, mm. of December, mm-hmm. I'm going to play a game of golf. Now, the sure. trick is going to be that I'm going to have to go to the range. And I'm assuming that I'm going to be 100% terrible. That is fine. Mm-hmm. But if I could if I could shoot 10 or 12 over, mm-hmm. I'd be quite happy with that. I don't think you need to go to the range. I think you need to go to the chipping and putting green. Oh, for sure. And that's, because that's what you lose. No, and that'll be, I think I need to get, because what I found when I got up on that, driving range when I hadn't swung a club. Not swung a club for five months. A club. Not even picked one up in the backyard and gone, I'm just going to see how this feels. Right. So the first... Just see if you like it. Yeah. Just not, know, just, not even the tip. Just just play the tip. Just, just the just tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. See if you like it. And I didn't like it. I didn't like the feel. I didn't like the feel of it. Yeah, fair. So I, I think I need to get a groove. Mm-hmm. Then I need to go to the chipping and putting green. Okay. Just, just focus a, solely just on feel. that. Well, just have it not feel like, fuck, I haven't touched a golf club for five months again, mm-hmm. which is what it will be. You might have forgotten all your bad habits. No, they're still there. Okay. I already know that I'm going to pull the first drive left. Well, I'm going to pull the co-host friend card on you and you owe me a game of golf before Christmas. Yeah. Maybe it's Sunday. Maybe it's on that Sunday. No, I can't do Sunday. Oh, come on. Family day, mate. Really? Yeah. It's holidays. Every day's family day. Family. Not when you work as many as many hours as I do. They don't know who I am. No, Sunday's family day. Okay. No. Well, let's do it. Okay. Yep. Well, we'll, do, we'll work it out. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. we've, got, we've, got some, we've got some pretty good contacts up there at Sanctuary Cove. Well, we do at the they moment. They should be able to look after us. That's a lovely segue. Yeah, they should, be able, your best. they should be able to look after us up there. Um, <coughs> and as we move over to... Just the tip. Just the tip. Just the Among tip. other things. <laughs> Mitch's multi. Well, Mitch hasn't gotten back to me. I did look, I gave him a good forty minutes notice. It was a bad banana. <laughs> no, he's dipped us in scent. <laughs> bad banana. You're a fucking bad banana. Yep. Right. Uh 
Well, there's there's been calls uh, that Tim Tim's in a bit of trouble. We love you, Tim, but you're stretching the friendship with your tip. He's in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> What's he got though? What's well, he bringing this week? Well, uh, is it more than the tip? Yeah, the f- <laughs> Gailey reckons the fans are on board. Um, because uh, Gailey's racing tip last week got up. Yes. Uh, Mitch's multi did not get up, but I had a little side hustle just on the racing tip because I liked it, which also got up. Mitch. So Mitch and Gailey have both picked a winner there. Has Tim picked a winner yet? No. You think Tim just needs to like take the eight iron out and just play one down the middle of the fairway? He's a, look. He's he's attacking the flag. Yeah. He's he's going for the multi. The flags are tucked. He's 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 trying to stump it. Just pull the reins. There's no middle of green from Tim. He's up Timber. There's no there's no you know just punch one in. He's up Timber. But uh, but I respect it. Big fan. Yeah. So uh, this week. Uh, what will I do? Yeah, I'll talk you through Gailey. So Gailey's, uh, Gailey said after a second place on the weekend, RG needs to lift. <laughs> he reckons Eagle Farm race seven, uh, number seven, called Sneaky Five, paying six bucks. He likes that, and I'm on each way. Of course I am. Oh, a Sneaky Five? It's called Sneaky Five. Yeah, but are you putting a Sneaky Five on it? And I've done a Sneaky Five nice. each way. Clever. Well, why wouldn't I you? like what you did there. Why wouldn't you? Ranwick... Race eight, he's given me two. Not a lot for the sport this week, so he's gone heavy on the racing. It's fine. He's gone Ramwick race eight, number two, Sunshine Rising. Uh, each way, it's paying 20 bucks for a win and 6 bucks for a place. I like that value. Mm. I've gone... Sneaky uh, five? Sneaky five each way. Like it. All over that. And I said, yeah, what day is the above? He said, uh, that's Saturday racing, sir. Need, uh, need a week to gather my thoughts on the sport. I'll bounce back. It's what the great ones do. <laughs> Fuck off, Ryan. Fucking idiot. I'm just right in the middle of respect that and hate it. I just I don't know. I, you know what? And I go each way. Just yeah. respect it. I five each way. Five each way. Five each way. Sneaky five. Now, I got a complaint from Tim. I got a complaint from Tim that I give him half an hour's notice. And you know what? That's fair. No, but hang on. <laughs> but hang on a minute. The podcast comes out every seven days. He's got seven days' notice. Well, that's true. Does he need to be prompted? Well, you don't. You don't. Yeah, okay. You don't need okay. special preferential treatment, old Timbo. Mm. If you want to be involved, if you want to play just the tip, just the tip. Tim just tip. bring it. Just Tim. you're in. Yeah, you're no. in. You're more than the tip. Yeah. You're yeah, almost no. the back half. Your just na- give us a tip every week. <laughs> your name's on the fucking board. Mate. That's it. It's up there. It's up there. Oh no. Oh no. Speaking of just the tip. Nice. Nothing, nothing, to, nothing see. to see here. I'm just making this studio smell like Great Northern. Blackfish. The blackfish. <sighs> you right? I'm good. I'm better. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, we're talking about Tim's back half. Tim. Dear Greg and Matthew. Greg, thank you for the 48 hours notice this week. I'm usually lucky to get 15 minutes notice. Apparently... I need to give you justification for my tips now, you bunch of wankers. (laughs) You're welcome. Slim pickings this week. Well, you said you wanted a journey. You're getting a journey. 
You, Matt asked, the boys deliver. Slim pickings this week, as I don't bet each way, nor should I condone such piss-weak behaviour. Pun intended. Like it. Football. There's too much firepower for all four teams not to score at least a goal in each of the semis. So he's gone... Uh, he's gone Netherlands-Argentina, both teams to score, into France-England, both teams to score. Don't hate that. Oh, I like that. He's also thrown a golf into the multi. It hurts me to bet against God, I, 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 a.k.a. I'm gonna Tiger Woods. You. I'm going to hurt you. It hurts him to bet against the God Tiger, but it makes sense to go with the two teammates from the Presidents and Ryder Cup. Plus, as the hashtag potty, is all in on Team Live. We must hate Rory. <laughs> funny. 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 Yeah. Tim Sneaky Funny. Are you right? Are you putting bets on? I'm good. No, no, You're no. putting just, bets on. Just trying to organise my fucking family. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was good from Tim. I like uh, that. Tim's a clever guy. Uh, so I've gone uh, Netherlands, Argentina, both teams to score. England, France, both teams to score. And the Thomas Spieth are taking on Woods and McElroy in something called The Match. Again. Which is a match play exhibition, which Matt White is vividly described exhibitions as shit golf. Yes. But now that Tiger's doing one, it's okay. No, he's been in all of them, and I think it's shit golf. <laughs> you still love him, though. I do love Tiger. He's the best. Anyway, um, so that multi is paying $7.91. And, I and yeah, those bets are good. So uh, so we're all over that, and uh, I've thrown a sne- sneaky, <coughs> excuse me, no, sorry, that multi's paying $6.89. So I've thrown a sneaky 10 bucks on that, and uh, we've got some money on Sunshine Rising at Randwick, and uh, sneaky five at Eagle Farm, nothing from Mitch as yet. Well, we might have something from Mitch, which we can put up on the Facebook page. Sure. Didn't give you much notice, but... Uh, That's okay. He's probably at the horse track right now. Yeah. All the dogs. All the dogs love it. Slumming it. Slumming it up the But dogs. that's the ti- that's tipping. Um, the boys did well last week. Ryan and Mitch both had a win. And it's rare that we get a win on the potty. Yeah. Uh, so that was good. And I'm just double-checking while you can uh, entertain the listener. Did I get up on it any... Uh, I'm going to say uh, no. Uh, Mark... No. Mark Leishman lost. We liked Mark Leishman. He lost... Yeah. I'll get up on a couple of little side bets again. The leash. But that takes us into golf. That takes us into Australian Open. Yeah. I did not Which watch, you didn't watch one second. This is a guy who plays off seven not and one runs a sport podcast. Second of golf. In fact, I actually forgot it was on. Do you know what, you know what I did That's average from you. I, my wife was away, so I was spending some quality time with my with my daughter. So mm. it was it was all about her. Okay. So we were. It was a miserable weekend too. Windy. Yeah. Wet. Windy. Windy. Yeah. It was a pelican's fart. It wasn't a queef. It wasn't. It wasn't. It's, no. uh, <laughs> it, yeah. It was a miserable weekend. So we stayed indoors, watched a bit of Netflix, watched a bit of stuff. Yep. Which was good. You know, but no golf. No golf. I didn't miss it. <coughs> It was good. So there was a there was a uh, fifty four hole cut. Have they brought that in now just so the live guys? Because did Cam Smith not make Sunday? I was reading something. Was there another cut? No, not that I was aware of. 
Okay, because I was I thought I read something that said that Cam Smith got cut on Saturday. Uh, I'm probably I may just not be all over this. <laughs> but well, I, it's just, obviously I have zero idea and and I've been ah uh, cut. Yeah, there was a th- yeah there was but a fifty four hole cut. Is that just so he felt at home? No, there was a there was a sorry there was a there was a. Round two cut. There was thirty six, and then there was a fifty four, and then there was a fifty four, just yeah. to just to cut it down again. Yeah, I don't hate. Yeah, which I don't hate. Focus on the focus on the big boys. So there was there was a uh, thirty six players that played Sunday. Thirty six. Right. Okay. So yeah. they so they went from they cut the field in half, essentially almost. <coughs> yeah. From about sixty down to thirty six. Yep. Right. Thirty six. Yep. So Cam Smith didn't make the cut. Um, he's only he, well. The thing, he, he's only used to playing fifty four holes anyway now. So. Ah, I'll tell you what happened though. After the he shot um, seventy one and seventy three respectively in the first two days. Excuse me. He didn't think he was going to make the cut, and what? proceeded to go to the pub, and proceeded to drink several schooners. I have it on good authority. Right, and then got told he made the cut and had to go home. <laughs> Yeah, right. I don't think his heart was in it on day three. No, probably not. <laughs> and he went out there and shot the best round of the du- uh, best round of all three and shot sixty nine, <laughs> and didn't make the cut. Funny. <laughs> oh, he's a classic Australian. He plays better with a with a skin full of piss. Anyway, the I actually thought. Now your mate gave a different version of this. I thought it was really, really good. The telecast and the way they put it together. I'm sitting there on Sunday, um, had a big week, watched a few hours, watched the last probably three hours of it, uh, which was most of the, you know, the final group. They probably missed their first six holes, but watched the rest of it from there. And they had the um, Australian Open men, they had the Australian Open women, and they had the All Abilities um, category, excuse me, um, all playing at the same time on different courses and they were cutting together. And what you got was you got none of the filler commentary people talking for the sake of talking. They would just go, yep, we'll show this shot, bang, we'll show this shot. Okay, we'll sneak away to this course and, you know, w- this is the the leading group of the ladies that, you know, they've got an approach shot here. They'll show both of those girls hit their shots in. Okay, cool. Back to the men. All right, perfect. I couldn't with golf. It can be very, very, and you'll you'll attest to this. It can be very easy to turn away because it's can be slow. But I couldn't turn away. I found myself invested in the women's golf. Yeah. And normally, I'll be first one to tell you, I don't really care that much. I'm not trying to be sexist. I'm just like, nah. I don't know the players. You know, I could watch it if it's on, but I won't. I won't watch it. Yeah. But because it was in conjunction with Did all this other stuff. I was like, yeah, I was, I was loving the women's so game, have we and it was really close. I was loving it. Do you think that we've now moved away from golf being a spectator sport to being a television sport? Are we not diluting two of those? Forget the all abilities; they can play with the men, mm-hmm. and they do. They have in the past. Yep. But by playing the women's and the men on the same effective four days, mm. does that not dilute both of those championships from a spectator perspective? What were the what were the crowd what were the crowds like? The crowds were good on Sunday for both courses. Yeah, no, it it was good. They actually said that they had um, they had some big numbers there on Sunday. Um, I don't know the answer to that. 
All, so I, all I know Adam, is Adam Scott. All I know is yeah, right. All I know is that golf in Australia has really suffered thanks to the PGA Tour. One hundred percent. And in a time where they needed to get it right, Australian golf, I'm here to tell you, I think they got it right. And we're normally full of hate on this podcast, but I think they nailed it. Okay. I found myself invested in people that I don't normally watch, and that's a sign of a good telecast. I was like, fuck yeah, this is sick. Watching Adam Scott come home uh, in a group with Min, Wee, Min Woo Lee and uh, Adrian Moronk. Um, have you seen Moronk's swing? No. It looks like his last name is pronounced. <laughs> it is fucking Moronk. Right. But he won the Australian Open. It is bizarre. It's your swing. Doesn't matter what it looks like as long as it's your swing. As long as it's your swing. Do the same thing every single time. It's hilarious. It's just he takes it up so closed and then he lays it off so hard and reroutes the club and he brings it in from the inside and he hits it so fucking good. (laughs) You know? Scotty was trying to put pressure on him until he had a fucking double or triple bogey on 17 or something. shank off the tee? Uh, Not a shank, but a a big slice. OB. A la Greg Norman. Um, but other than that, Scotty played. Scotty actually played really well, apart from that one shot, which shows a good a good tournament. One shot, you know, really yeah, did decide sure. that tournament. Yeah. Moronk was just starting to falter because of the pressure coming home. As soon as Scotty went OB right, Moronk just chilled out and went birdie birdie yeah. home. Yeah. yeah, it was great. It was great. I really loved it. Um, what one thing I was loving back on a little bit of golf nerd stuff with when they were discussing Adrian Moronk's swing, it's so weird that the commentators were analysing it because it was like, we have to acknowledge this weird shit. Yeah. You know what? They take it back different. They lay it off at the top different. They hold it different. They follow through different. But they all get into the exact that same impact, impact yeah. position. And for anyone playing out there, anyone that's taking up golf, anyone that's thinking about taking up golf, Google Cameron Smith impact position at strike. That's all you need to know about golf. The better the impact position, the better you hit the ball. This guy takes it up weird, brings it down weird, but at impact at that ball, he's technically perfect. That's the only part that matters because that's the only part where the club hits the fucking ball. (laughs) I don't disagree. That's it. And yeah, he uh, he takes a long way around, but he gets himself into that spot. There's been some good golfers that have though. Yeah. Furyk. Maybe just him. Maybe just him. No, there's the other one. There's the other one. Um, but even Ram, even Ram gets in at a weird spot. Yeah, takes it up weird. His wrist is like bent at so the Matthew top. Matthew Wolf. Matthew Wolf's got yeah. a weird swing. Well, he d- but he has. You know what he has? He shows impact before he swings. Yeah. He goes show me impact and then yeah. swings and then gets into that position. Yeah, but it's um, it's just impact position. That's sure. all it is. Yeah. So it was really cool just to just to watch that, and uh, I, I, I thought just, it was I, good. I just want to say one thing. Look, if if you're thinking what Greg said there, like if you're thinking about taking up golf, and yeah, sure, think about don't do it. No, think about <laughs> impact position. That's one thing. But yeah, you're right. Don't think about it. Just move on. Go and play coits or you know we're supposed to be promoting sport here. Yeah, play another it's sport. A fucking sport. Podcast, lawn bowls. Mate. Lawn bowls. <laughs> How much lawn bowls you watch on the weekend? Fuck all. Do the some s- research. The same amount as I did the golf. The same amount as I did the Fuck golf. It, you're the worst. I'm the worst. Look, there's not much else really going on. The NFL's just chugging on, and I don't think we need to really get. Really, nah, we're floating through the middle of the season. Yeah, I just think we'll get to after Christmas, and I think that that'll really mm. January really starts to to we'll, matter there. We'll pick it up then. Yeah, and I think that um, look, that 
my Giants had a had a tie, which never happens. Had a tie with the Did Washington. That? I missed it. So twenty twenty. Yeah, all right. But anyway, moving on from there. Uh, look, MLB free agency's right in. The winter meetings are going on at the moment. Mm. Aaron Judge. It's not looking like he's going to. I'd be surprised if he signs with the Yankees. He's been <gasps> offered nine years, three sixty by the by the Giants, San Francisco. Three sixty. Yeah. So million. Yep. Yeah. So the, the talk is there'll be a decision tomorrow. Nine years? Nine years. His body will be broken in Well, six. he's 30 now. He's 30 now. So I think that it's... Look, maybe maybe um, maybe Yankees get last kick of the can. Maybe they just go in all in for him. Do you think the Yankees, because he loves the Yankees, Ma- maybe do you he think does. the Yankees get him cheaper? No, I don't. No. I don't. Okay. I think they're going to have to... They're going to have to beat that. And there's talk beat now... They'll match it. Well, I think there's talk now that it could be ten years, which would be a joke. And if if the Yankees, you I'm out, you're not batting a forty year old batter. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out at nine years, for me. Mm. But there's been some massive, uh, some massive uh, contracts. Mm. Uh, Trey Turner signed with the Phillies, who was the Dodgers shortstop, three hundred million. The money in Fuck. baseball. The money in baseball is. Ridiculous. Three hundred million. Three hundred million. It's a whack of fucking ball. The last three, the last three Dodgers shortstops that have gone to free agency have all made over three hundred million dollars in their next contracts. None of them have signed with the Dodgers. So it's mm. pretty. It's pretty full on, and it's right in the middle of the winter. All right, Heath, where a lot of Heath stuff and Finlay, if my children are listening, you are playing baseball. Yeah, well, well Heath why does. Not? Why not? You know, Justin Verlander signed an eighty uh, two year eighty six million. He's forty with the Mets. Eighty six million, he's yep. forty years old. Yep. yep. Eighty six million for forty forty year old ace. Dude, invest that shit in property and stop hitting a baseball. What are you doing? Oh mate, he's made a zillion dollars anyway. That's what I'm saying. Why do you need that extra eighty six? What are you doing? Yeah. Well he just, just invest to compete. It. Just well, I'd invest be spending a lot more time with his wife. Just invest it and Play golf. Yeah. Just play lawn bowls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? I'm here now. He must yeah. love it, though. He must. He's a competitor. You know, he's a competitor. 86 for two years. Yeah. Wow. The Mets have gone mental. Uh, Jacob deGrom's left, gone to Texas Rangers. Uh, he obviously doesn't want to win. Mm-hmm. Just wanted the money. He got. A, I think he got $155 million for four years. It's crazy, man. The money's crazy. And you know what? The, it, the sport is apparently in decline. Mm. But the TV deals are so good mm. that well the sport the sport is in decline, but the t the the ratings are not. Yeah, so it's that's where the money is. Yeah, so it's it's pretty heavy. And you know if you've got if you've got kids like you and I do, it has never been a better time to be a child and love sport because more than ever, and I've heard this. This is this is. I, I, what's the name of this podcast, Matt? Officially unqualified. Excellent. I cannot give you the reference for this, where I where I was uh, watching this. Yep. I was watching a video on this. I think it might have even been like a talk, like a Tedish type yep. vibe. Because of gaming, and because of Netflix, and because of indoor activities, let the, like junior sport numbers are at record lows mm. across every sport across every country in the world. Mm. If you're good at if you're good at shit, the chances of you being a professional are higher now never than they've ever been yeah, before. Been you and I came up in the 
in the worst possible time. For sure. Because that's when, spo- that's when like, there was, like, at 70s, 80s, 90s, there wasn't a lot of war going on. There was a lot of re- there was a There was some, but there was a lot of rebuilding the world and everyone was getting along. And it was the tech boom taking off and people had money, people had disposable income and the world just got really rich and really advanced really quick and everyone wanted to be a pro sports person because yeah. we still grew up outside. Yeah. That's not happening now. Not many kids are growing up outside. But at the same... If you've got kids, but the same get is them that, outside. The world has never been smaller yes, as well. that's right. So, whereas in the past, that you would never see Aussies make it on the international stage no. in other sports. Yes. Mate. I'm trying to tell my. So I'm trying got, to teach. I'm trying to tell more, my son. So now your kids have got more sport at their at their disposal. Yeah. If your kid wants to go play European handball, they can. Yeah. And they've got less competition than ever yeah. before. Yeah. I'm trying to tell my son to look at US college for rugby, mm. and he's like, "Oh, the comp's terrible." I go, "He gives a shit, mate. Gives you a get shit. paid to play it, and you go to college in the US for and free. Slay a thousand birds. Like, how bad could it be?" With an Aussie accent. Is it? No, don't do, don't do college in America with an Aussie accent. No, you please moron. don't do that. Yeah. So anyway, I agree. I think there is never a better opportunity. If you've got kids right now and they show any promise in any sport, encourage to shit out of that because yep. there's never been less competition. Correct. It's just a fucking numbers game. Correct. Don't encourage them into doing a sports podcast because there's too much competition there. Like You're going to come a distant, distant there's, second. There's only competition if you give a fuck. <laughs> You're right. And you're we right. do not. No. Well, you're right. And on that note. <laughs> on that note. And on that and note, on it's probably note. a good spot to leave it for this week. <laughs> Next week, we'll be talking about the World Cup semi-finalists and recapping that. And I'm sure some other stuff will happen. We didn't talk about cricket, which we'll catch up on. Both. We actually won shit. We did. But we'll, we'll save that for next week. We pod. won by 7 million. We did. And oh. West Indies weren't bad. But we'll talk about the first and second test next week. Okay. Because the second test starts in, uh, is it Adelaide? I think. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the first test wasn't in Brisbane. That's a whole other thing. But mm, mm. Yeah, anyway, Perth, we've the road. We've enjoyed talking a little bit about football and not much else this okay. week. And sure. Well, next episode we'll call that the semi. Yes. Excellent. Well played. Excellent. And from from us here at uh, Pelicans Queef. <laughs> We shall bid you farewell. Over. Thanks for listening to Officially Underqualified. If you've enjoyed the show and you'd like more, you'll find us on all good podcasting platforms. Don't forget to follow us and give the show a five-star review. It really helps us to grow the show.